Good day. This is the Clean Soul Podcast, and I'm Dennis Curtis. Today's podcast is titled The Helper, and it's part three. I want to talk about the manifestations of the Holy Spirit from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. This has been a neat time for me learning about the Holy Spirit. One thing that I can say is that the Holy Spirit has taught me that He is the center, the dynamo. He's the guide and the counselor to our faith, love, and hope in Christ. I can't even begin to imagine what we would be without Him. I want to encourage you to listen to all three podcasts titled The Helper and make a well-thought-out decision, a commitment to listen to his voice, to learn to listen to his voice, and then follow his leading. I guarantee you, it'll be one of the best things that you've ever done. In 1 Corinthians 12, Paul starts the chapter with, Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be uninformed. Spiritual gifts is translated from the Greek word pneumaticon, and might be more accurately translated as spiritualities or spirituals. And it carries the idea of invisible power. You might define it as what flows from the Holy Spirit. Paul does not want the Corinthians to be unaware of what the Holy Spirit does and how he manifests. And I believe this is exactly the same for us. God does not want us to be unaware of how the Holy Spirit works. Before I get into these manifestations, I want to tell you that the gathering together of the believers is essential. It is so important for us to get together in a group and worship God. That is where Paul is teaching us the Holy Spirit manifests. Now, I believe he can manifest in any way. He can give us a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge, a prophecy, even in our quiet time. But this is primarily talking about a group of Christians who come together. Also explains a lot more in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 how these gifts are to work out and, and the coordination uh, in the gifts. Throughout history, one of the main tactics of Satan is to cause disunity in the church. Remember, Jesus told us that our love and unity would be a witness to other people that we believe in Christ. But Satan wants to cause disunity. He wants to prevent the corporate worship of God. Another focus of the enemy is to make us believe that the Holy Spirit has ceased in doing his work in some fashion or another. But we have to understand, since the Holy Spirit was sent some 2,000 years ago, that he has not changed his tactics. In fact, he did the same works through Christ. And when he came in the second chapter of Acts, he is doing the same work through us to glorify God the Father and the Son. 1 Corinthians 12, 2-3. You know that when you were pagans, somehow or another, you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I want you to know that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus, be cursed. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. You see, we were also turned away from God at some point in our life, 
to mute idols. But our idols are different than the idols back there for the Corinthians. Our idols are like money and big houses and uh, maybe property or prestige or position. So right out in the beginning here, Paul is telling us that without the Holy Spirit's work in our life, we would not even be able to recognize the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Jesus has authority. He has power to make decisions in our lives, to answer prayers. In fact, he's the judge. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4-7. through 7. These verses set the stage for the next couple of verses. This is super important, so I want to dig deep here. It says, There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Now, to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. Gifts here is the Greek word charisma, defined as the operation of grace or the gift of grace. Different kinds of service might mean that the Holy Spirit ministers to us through different people in different ways. For example, Ephesians 4:11 through 13. As I read these verses, pay close attention to the goal of the ministry. So it says, So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. You see, we have different types of service here. We have apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. We have the manifestations of the Spirit. And all of these, God uses, the Holy Spirit uses people. He uses people to do His work. Let's uh, continue on. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 11. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, the message of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healings by one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And still to another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of the one and the same Spirit, and He distributes them to each one just as He determines. So it's up to the Holy Spirit when and what gifts He is going to give through people. But I must say here, God uses people. Even though we're fallible, even though we're fickle, God still uses people. He gives us a a, a word inside of our heart for us to speak out, or He gives us a task, and the Holy Spirit manifests through us. The most important part of this podcast is that you hear these words and get them into your thinking that this is how the Holy Spirit works. This manifestation of the Holy Spirit 
is one of the primary ways that he works. We need to understand a few points, though. These are not natural gifts, but supernatural workings of the Holy Spirit. For example, people say when a child is born, oh, it's miraculous. But that is not a miracle. That is nature. That's the way God has set up nature. And these supernatural gifts are something that are outside of the natural. For understanding, we can break them down into three categories. The first one is inspirational gifts. This is prophecy, tongues, and interpretation of tongues. Then we have the power gifts, healings, faith, and miracles. And then thirdly, we have revelation gifts, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and discerning of spirits. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, we learn that prophecy and the interpretation of tongues is for building up, strengthening, encouragement, and comforting believers. Prophecy is the Holy Spirit giving words through a person to strengthen, encourage, and comfort believers. Paul makes it clear that this gift is to be sought after, not for self-exaltation, but because it helps many people when the Holy Spirit speaks. So let me talk about power gifts. They're healings, faith, and miracles. Healings is plural. There's many different types of healings that the Lord gives. Again, these are supernatural gifts, not through diet, medicine, and doctors. And all that's good. We should have a good diet uh, and get medicine and use doctors when it's appropriate. But these healings that are manifestations of the Holy Spirit come by laying on of hands, faithful prayer, words of knowledge, anointing with oil, confession of sins, casting out demons, and anointed cloths. These are how supernatural healings come. Faith is a supernatural gift for a specific work of the Holy Spirit. And I'm not talking about saving faith or the faith that everybody has. This is a supernatural faith for a specific task that the Lord wants. Maybe he gives us this supernatural gift of faith and we can pray this prayer of great faith. Miracles. Miracles are a supernatural demonstration of the power of God to change a natural circumstance. Miracles bring glory to God and create a saving faith in people. Things like raising the dead, multiplication of food, great changes, supernatural changes in weather, or like Jesus walked on the water. This was a miracle. Revelation gifts, words of wisdom, words of knowledge, and discerning of spirits. Word of wisdom is a supernatural wisdom, not a natural wisdom. Of course, we have people that have natural wisdom. They've walked through life. They know the word of God, and they make good decisions. The Holy Spirit would speak spiritually to our heart or maybe to someone else's heart and give us a message of direction. In my experience, the Holy Spirit would be speaking to me already, and then someone would come to me and confirm it with a word of wisdom. 
sometimes they're not going to come say, hey, I have a word of wisdom for you. They would just say, hey, I think this is what the Lord is saying. And that would be a word of wisdom for me, giving me direction. And God often does this in big decisions that we have to make. Word of knowledge. Again, supernatural word of knowledge is given to us so that we can understand something that we can't reach by natural means. Words of knowledge can create faith for healings or tell us of someone who is in need or wake us up in the middle of the night so that we could pray and maybe act to help someone. I remember a word of knowledge I had uh, many years ago. I was stationed in Etzel, Scotland, and um, just finished work. I was working in the housing office, and I jumped in the car. My wife and two kids were in the car, jumped in, ready to go home. Gonna I had about a nine-mile drive to the house, and uh, I got in the car, and this other car pulled up right next to us. I could see there was a young man, his wife, and two kids. The guy jumped out, running to the door, hoping to catch the housing office before it was closed, but I had just locked it up, and I could hear the Lord tell me, get out and talk to this guy. And I actually had a little hesitation there because I wanted to go home. My kids were in the car, and I was ready to go. But I knew it was a Holy Spirit, so I opened the door, got out, and I told him, you know, the place was closed until Monday. And the Lord spoke to me and said, invite this guy to church. So I said, uh, are you looking for a church? And he cranked his head at me real quick, and he goes, how did you know that? And I said, well, I feel like that's what the Holy Spirit is saying to me. You're looking for a church. And he said, my wife and I were just talking about we need to find a church right away. They had just been stationed there. So that was a word of knowledge that I was able to enjoy. Next is discerning of spirits. This gift gives us supernatural ability to tell if a person or a message is from God or not. We are warned again and again that false teachers will be in abundance in these last days, and that is the truth. We have a natural discernment, but this is a supernatural gift of discernment. We might be fooled with our natural discernment, and the Holy Spirit would give us a supernatural discernment. We might think, wow, that guy is really sharp, that's a good message, very articulate, but he's not saying the right things. And the Holy Spirit might speak to us and tell us, this is not from me. Now, I've only given you a brief overview of these gifts. There's a lot more to learn, and um, there's a, a lot more insight that can be uh, sought out. So I encourage you to look into this. But the gifts are not complicated. It's simply the Holy Spirit working through us. He speaks to our heart. He tells us to do a certain thing. He empowers us. And we are in complete control. We do not, we do not have to obey these manifestations of the Holy Spirit. It's up to us to be obedient, and it's a walk of faith. We're all to judge even the words that come into our heart to make sure that they're from the Holy Spirit. And this is a process. We need to learn His voice and then act upon it. And we want to act by faith. And remember, 
Faith is hearing what the Holy Spirit is saying and then doing it. As we are obedient, and the more obedient we are, the more faithful we'll become in letting the Holy Spirit manifest through us. This is a great privilege for us to work with God and to do what He's doing. And all these gifts that uh, I've gone through are evident in Jesus' life, and He wants us to be doing the same things that He did while He was on the earth. Yes, you and me, we can allow the Holy Spirit to manifest through us. Listen to the importance of these gifts in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 1-5. through 5, Paul is speaking to the Corinthians. He says, And so it was with me, brothers and sisters. When I came to you, I did not come with eloquent or human wisdom, as I proclaimed to you the testimony about God. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I came to you in weakness, with great fear and trembling. My message and my preaching was not with wisdom and persuasive words, but with the demonstration of the Holy Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. If you have questions or comments, feel free to reach out to me at thecleansoul.org or follow me on Instagram at rocking underline papa.